The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. If your organisation, school or sporting club was impacted by the bushfires, you can apply for a bushfire recovery grant by visiting combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 4th of June. In your squiz today, Australia is in a recession. Charges against George Floyd's killer could be upgraded. A path to British citizenship for eligible Hong Kongers. And the bulk delete Facebook users need. This is your squiz today. The official economic figures for the Jan to March quarter have been released and the triple package of the drought, the bushfires and the coronavirus has officially put an end to our world record holding streak of economic growth, nearly three decades in fact. Claire, what are the numbers and are we officially in a recession? The Bureau of Stats yesterday confirmed that our economy shrank by 0.3% in that quarter uh, at the start of the year. As you say, we had a lot of headwinds that meant that things weren't going in the direction of economic growth. And even though a recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth, and we haven't got that second quarter yet, Treasurer Josh Frydenberg yesterday said that all the advice is that we'll certainly have a worse quarter, uh, the one that we're currently in than the last. Countries all around the world put in place economic shutdowns to stop the spread of coronavirus, much like Australia did. How do our economic figures compare to others? Look, we're doing better than a lot of other big developed economies, uh, particularly when you look in Europe and across to North America. But what's happened is that our government has put tons of money into the economy, all of that stimulus that's come through for job seeker and job keeper, uh, and also uh, lots of money um, that the Reserve Bank has tipped into prop up banking. Uh, what that means is that even though consumption fell, uh, that is sort of spending, uh, our particularly from households, people like you and me, uh, spending in the economy, that dropped by 1.1%, which is the biggest fall since 1986. Uh, all of that government money, plus all the panic buying that we did at the supermarkets took the edge off it. And we can expect more of that government spending today. The government is expected to announce a new home builder program to support the construction and building industry. If you're wanting a bit more background and context to the economics of a recession, it's definitely something we'll be hearing a lot more of. Check out our Squiz Shortcuts episode called Recession. It's a 10-minute listen. There's also a written explainer. Really helpful. I'll put the link to that in your episode notes. Over to the situation in the US and reports this morning say that charges against Derek Chauvin, the police officer who killed George Floyd, will be raised to second degree murder and that they will also be charging the other three officers. They say that that's a big thing that needs to happen in their fight for justice, not just for George Floyd, but also looking at balancing the scales when it comes to uh, civil rights for African-Americans. And in light of that and what's happening in the US right now, the topic we've covered in this week's news squiz shortcuts episode is civil rights in america yes there's a lot of background to this story of course and squiz shortcuts is there to give the backstory to the big story so that's what we've done this week we've really gone back to that history of inequality for black americans right back to when they started uh, being brought to north america as slaves It's a huge topic. I'll put the link to that in your episode notes you can also search for squiz shortcuts in your podcasting app 
And back here in Australia, Claire, the family of an Indigenous teenager who was knocked down by a police officer kicking his legs out from underneath him and then pinning him to the ground, want the constable charged. It's a video that really did go viral in the last couple of days. And of course, the timing with what's happening in America is undeniable. But uh, what the family says is that they behaved irresponsibly. And if the police won't bring charges, then they will look at civil action. The police commissioner for New South Wales, Mick Fuller, says that the officer had a bad day, but not for one minute am I sitting here saying that the officer's actions were correct. That's what he said in a radio interview yesterday. But the boy's sister uh, said yesterday that if we want to have better relationships between young Indigenous people and the police, then officers need uh, to know that they're not able to do that sort of thing and charges would certainly send that message. In an update now on the situation in Hong Kong, Britain plans to offer a path to citizenship to Hong Kongers who are eligible to hold a British national overseas passport if China goes ahead with implementing the new national security law. Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, yesterday announced that Britain will change its immigration rules to offer those people uh, a route to citizenship in the UK. Uh, Also reports that uh, during a meeting of the Five Eyes Partners, which is Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the US and the UK discussed what they will do with people who might want to flee Hong Kong uh, and all of those countries have been asked to consider taking some of those people. And in news that's breaking just as we're putting this podcast out, Scotland Yard have identified a new prime suspect in the investigation into the disappearance of three-year-old British girl Madeleine McCann, who went missing from a Portuguese holiday resort back in May 2007. The 43-year-old German man now suspected is currently in jail on an unrelated matter. More on this story in the Squiz Today email. We'll get back to the news in just a moment, but a quick message now from our podcast partner, Australian Mushrooms. Mushrooms really are an all-day tasty and healthy food. For breakfast, you could have a mushroom toasty. For lunch, a mushroom and bacon quiche. Dinner could be bolognese of mushroom meatballs. If you need a recipe for any of these suggestions, head to australianmushrooms.com.au. There's also plenty of recipe inspo from celebrity chef Miguel on how you can incorporate mushrooms into more of your meals. I'll put that link to the Australian Mushrooms website in your episode notes. Now, I reckon there's a few squizzers who'd be interested in this bit of news, Claire. Facebook is releasing a new feature that will make it easier to bulk delete old posts. Apparently, in the past, you had to go through individually to remove posts. And now there's a new feature uh, where Facebook has allowed us to be able to go in and bulk delete posts, Uh, particularly good if you had a bad haircut a while ago. I had a few of those. (laughs) I mean, I'm interested in this development. If you dated a loser that you really just don't want to see anymore in your social feed. Uh, Also, um, if you're going for a job and you might have said some things back in the past, so you really mm-hmm. don't want to be accountable yeah. for these days. You can just wipe whole folders and that's a move, of course, with Facebook and other social media um, giants looking to give users more control over what's out there in the world. It's called Manage Activity Features. 
And Claire, wrapping up with something that makes me very cold to think about, the Iditarod Trail dog sled race is a gruelling mush through Alaska that can take up to 15 days to complete. It's definitely not one for the faint-hearted. This year's winner has had a lot of time to reflect on his win after being stranded in a tiny Alaskan town for three months since crossing the finish line. He has been stuck in Alaska since winning the race back in March and he is Norwegian. He's there with 24 dogs. Dogs, his wife, his kids, and his 35 dogs back home in Norway haven't been particularly thrilled that he hasn't no. been able to get home. But of course, coronavirus happened and the mm. lockdown started uh, almost the day that he got back and won that race, which is an incredible feat, the race in and of itself. Yeah. Anyway, he was able to hitch a ride on a historic aircraft that was destined uh, for a Norwegian museum after all commercial flights uh, to get him from that remote place back to Norway were cancelled. It's quite the story. Claire, what's the subject line today? Gone for something a bit contemporary this morning, Larissa. I've gone for Drake uh, and Toosie Slide. The lyric there is basically I'm saying either way we're about to slide and that's what's happening with the economy. This particular genre of you relating pop culture to the economy is my favourite, so I'm all for this. (laughs) Happy to help you out. (laughs) That's all from us today. Don't forget to check out those Squeeze Shortcuts episodes. Those links will be in your episode notes. Have a good Thursday and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP. What are you?